Welcome to this week's episode of Lash Biz Babes. My name is Erica and I'm your host. If this is your first time listening to Lash Biz Babes, I just want to give you a very warm welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. I have been a lash artist for a little over seven years and I'm a lash artist turned beauty business coach and lash educator and I help solo beauty business owners build a full clientele and create a life that they truly love and if you are a repeat listener (laughs) a return listener thank you so much for coming back and listening and supporting and for being here i'm real excited for today's episode you guys know i'm always excited about everything but today we're gonna be talking more about like a mindset energetic piece of growing your business so i'm a true believer that being able to build your business and truly create a life that you love um requires not just strategy you hear in the industry a lot like oh give them the strategy pieces don't tell them your story don't no mindset things like keep it all strategy and that's like very masculine energy if you've heard of like masculine and feminine energy inside of business um and I just truly believe that a sustainable the sustainable way to grow your business requires strategy and energetics and the mindset part like you need both pieces to be able to sustainably grow and truly just create a business that you love and a life that you love and to be able to like navigate the ups and downs of business especially when you're a solo owner that is just really an important piece of being able to grow when you're doing a majority of it on your own so today I want to talk about so I made this TikTok a couple weeks ago I think it was like two or three weeks ago and it did really well and a lot of people really resonated with it and it was about like things I had to let go of in order to grow my lash business and so I wanted to talk about those and just go a little more in depth on them today and you know just talk about them more so there's let's see one two three So there's six different things that I talked about in this TikTok that we're going to go in more depth on today. So the first one, and this is really just like mindset pieces, things that weigh me down, like um, limiting beliefs, uh, self-doubt, lies we tell ourselves, those kinds of things. So the very first one is the weight of other people's opinions, or another way to phrase this one could have been like the fear of other people's opinions and this is so big and I know like basically all of us have struggled with this at one point or another just like wanting to grow our businesses wanting to do what we love wanting to go for our dreams wanting to like talk on your stories on Instagram even something as simple as that and being held back from that because we are scared of what other people might think of us or we are holding on to like the weight of what other people do think of us and um I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase it's like other people's opinions of you are none of your business I felt like triggered the first time I 
heard that because I cared so much about what other people thought about me and I took that into account for so many of my daily decisions and that landed me in a spot where I literally was like crippling anxiety every day I would sit down at the end of the day or like lay in bed at the end of the day and just think about all my conversations throughout the day and like did I say something that could have offended someone like it dictated so much of my life and just like sitting down thinking about oh what does this person think of me do they think I'm like do they think I'm dumb like just so stupid and it would like dictate things down to like what I would like wear what I would post online and it really truly affected like the way I showed up for my business and I was like shrinking myself back and holding myself back because I was scared of what other people thought of me and it held me back from growing my clientele for a really long time and I think was one of the really big main contributing factors to why I built my clientele so slowly the first few years in business just really just being scared of other people's opinions and just like the judgment from others whether that's like your family members or like your friends people from your hometown like um people from like maybe you work a nine to five and you're scared of like oh what everyone else at your job think of you that kind of thing and at the end of the day at the end of the day, it truly does not matter what they think of you because most people who are going to judge you are judging you because they like wish like it's a trigger for them like to watch you go for your dreams and be seen and do these things and like make a name for yourself and a life for yourself and be successful like it triggers them because they don't have the confidence to do that themselves and they are projecting like their own self-limiting beliefs and doubts and like judgments of themselves onto you so because they feel like they couldn't do it and they wouldn't be successful and like they are scared of other people's opinions too like they're gonna project that onto you as you like are rising above and growing your business and like going for your dreams and so when you think about it in that perspective it's just like okay like it really is nothing to do with you it's just like they're insecure about themselves and not confident in themselves and don't believe in themselves at some level and so really truly we only live this life once and I never want to look back and be like wow I wish I would have gone for it I wish I would have done lashes and not worried about what other people thought of it or cared about it. Because I had a lot of people that told me, like, you have so much more potential than, like, doing just lashes. Like, just doing lashes. And, like, telling me I couldn't do it because I have kids. Like, I couldn't grow my business because I had kids. Or I wasn't ambitious enough to own my own business. All of those things were said by people, like, very close to me, like, close family members and friends. And it's just, like, I'm so thankful I didn't let those things hold me back. Because, like I said, I just would never want to look back at my life at the end and wonder what would have happened if I would have gone for it and not cared. Because at the end of my life, it's not going to matter what other people thought of me. Because, I mean, really... You only live once, like, 
freaking go for it and do what you want to do. Like, other people, especially people who aren't involved in your day-to-day. Like, for instance, I struggled with wanting to grow my social media and be seen online and grow my business online because what would the people... Like, I had some specific people from high school that just, like, triggered me for a long time. And... I was just like, well, what would they think of me? Like, if they saw me on social media growing my business, like, they'd probably think I'm so dumb. I shouldn't do that. And it's just like, I haven't talked to those people or seen them in literally almost 10 years. Like, who gives a flying F word? <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it. But, like, who cares what they really think? Like, they're not involved in my day-to-day, and that was so silly of me to, like... And, and like, it's totally understandable, But it's like, why am I letting that hold me back? It's like, who cares? But then you also get like that from people who are close to you. And it's like, well, they're close to me. Like their opinion matters to me. Like I take that into account. But still, at the end of the day, it's your life and your happiness. And you are the only one who is in control of those two things. And so take that control back. Take take your power back. And let go of the weight of other people's opinions and the fear of other people's opinions to be able to grow your business and create a life that you really love. The next thing that I had to let go of to grow my lash business was thinking that the industry was too saturated. I hear this one time and time again, all the time on social media, from clients, from fellow lash artists, fellow beauty professionals. And just thinking that it's too saturated, I can't get any clients, like thinking that that's the reason why you're not, like your business isn't growing and you're not getting clients is because it's too saturated or like you shouldn't do it because it's too saturated. I remember for a really long time, I thought that was the reason why my business wasn't growing. Like, oh my gosh, there's just so many lash artists in Utah, which is true. There are freaking lash artists on every corner, but... There's also clients enough to go around for everybody, and even if we were all fully booked, like, there would still be clients looking for a lash artist, and (coughs) I just think that's important to keep into perspective, because when we are feeling stuck and overwhelmed in our business, it's really easy to start thinking of all, like, the little reasons why and like pu- pushing the blame out onto something else like oh it's it's just too saturated oh there's too many people oh this person is charging less and undercutting me like no there are clients out there for you and like don't let those excuses hold you back like there's so much abundance in this industry and it's a really amazing time to be in the beauty industry um and just really, truly a time when you can seriously be so successful. And if you are feeling like the industry is too saturated, I just invite you to like, sit down and think about how you're marketing and positioning yourself as a business owner and as like just like a service provider in general. Because truly, there might be a lot of lash artists in your area and there might be people charging less than you, but you can still build a full clientele of high-paying clients by setting yourself apart in your area and getting really good at your marketing and just giving your clients a really great experience, giving them a really good service and just truly going all in on being the best 
lash artist or spray tan artist or nail artist or hair artist or whatever services it is that you provide just like being the best that you can be for your clients and um I loved the way that Leah Lash Pro phrased this on Instagram was a little while back she had talked about how the industry is saturated at the bottom lots of beginners people who just were trying to make a quick buck but the industry is not saturated towards the top of people who are really trying to make this their full-time career and business and do a really quality job and like care about your work care about your clients give a good service like give a good experience and truly like genuinely just want the best for your clients and so I just love the way that she phrased that like the industry is not saturated when you are truly striving to be the best that you can be at what you do and to be like the best business owner that you can be as well so things to keep into perspective I had to let go of thinking that the industry was too saturated to be able to grow my business because when I had that belief that is what I operated by oh the industry is too saturated so I can't get clients so what was the reality that was created by that thought I did not get clients because I believed that the industry was too saturated when I let go of that belief and decided that there were clients out there looking for me and abundance out there in the industry, that is when I called in and attracted clients and really, truly, quickly built my business and my clientele. So number three was I had to let go of assuming clients' budgets to be able to grow my lash business. So especially when you're starting to get into raising your prices and attracting higher paying clients this is especially relevant um not assuming what their budgets are going to be because if you are assuming like oh my gosh like you get a message and they're like oh my gosh I love your work I would love to you know get volume full set but done by you what are your prices so that kind of you're like kind of get, gets into like the imposter syndrome like oh my gosh am I good enough what I do like are they gonna be able to pay my prices and like as, if you assume their budget before you even send them over your prices and say oh she probably can't afford that I'm just gonna like lower them like send her a lower price or like just not respond at all or just be like you know like self-sabotage basically and like if you assume their budget then you don't give them the opportunity to even pay you the higher prices to begin with. And so then you'd always stay at the lower price point. And so I really had to let go of like assuming their budgets and just assuming that if they are messaging me and wanting to get their lashes done by me, that they will be willing to pay my prices. And if they're not, then they're not the client for me and that's okay. Um, But truly don't like sabotage yourself before you even give the client the opportunity to um be willing to pay you your prices because really that is like an energetic exchange so if you are docking your prices and you are not feeling aligned with that price point you're like you start to feel resentment for those who are paying lower and like uh like you don't feel good energetically about it and that exchange is like felt on the other end like your clients will be able to feel that um, off energy as well. So truly, you know, stand confident in your prices 
and confident in like the experience that you offer and the service that you give and don't assume their budget before you even give them the chance. Um, and a lot of this comes down to like, you know, like sales and like sales psychology and money mindset and all that, which we could like literally do so many podcast episodes on just those topics. But I think one of the biggest things that I wanted to point out here is that sales truly is service and like you are benefiting your clients' lives through beauty services in exchange for compensation. And there's nothing to feel like ashamed or guilty or like nothing to feel bad about with that. Like your services are so beneficial and your clients, your clients value them so much that they're willing to pay for it. So don't assume their budget, (laughs) give them the opportunity and, you know, truly, you know, charge what feels good for you too. And there's a lot that goes into pricing. Um, On my episode with Cheryl, we talked about that a bit, just about like how you shouldn't price based on what you feel like your perceived worth is because, then if someone's not willing to pay your prices, so if like you've set your prices based on what you feel like your work is worth or you are worth as a lash artist, then if someone says like, oh no, I'm not going to book with you because you're too expensive or no, I can't afford your prices, then you, because you've tied your worth into your pricing, it's going to make you feel like rejected and feel bad about yourself and like feel like you are worthless and I've been in that point and it's, it's not a good feeling. So that's why I'm such a big uh, believer in pricing objectively and just like looking at your numbers and how much you want to make and what your income goals are and what your expenses are and all of those kinds of different things. So don't assume your clients' budgets. And that was something that I had to let go of to build my lash business. And then the next one... I had to let go of the need to be perfect to take action. So I hear this a lot from students and I get this a lot in my DMs, like feeling like everything has to be perfect. Your studio has to be perfectly set up. You have to have like the perfect, your online booking has to be perfect. Your training training manual has to be perfect before you can put it out in the world and do it and go for it. And in reality, like done is better than perfect. And it's never going to be perfect. Um, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of things about how like perfectionism or being a perfectionist is actually a trauma response and about how like like the psychology that goes in behind that. But truly like it doesn't have to be perfect and it's never going to be perfect. Like you're always going to be like evolving and adding it and tweaking it and fine tuning things and just getting better and better as you go. And it's just better to start imperfectly and just like keep moving forward and keep getting better and like learning and growing and progressing because that's really what this is all about. Like we all start somewhere, the people you see, at the quote-unquote top have all started somewhere and they it's not like they just started looking so perfect and put together and everything so smoothly to begin with like they started somewhere they learned they progressed they evolved they tweaked they fine-tuned things like the same way that we all have and we all do and 
that was something I really had to let go of was just like feeling like I had to and even in the way that I was showing up on social media for my business or like on my website for my business and just feeling like everything had to be like perfectly poised and worded and color-coded and like and this can be a, a lot with like branding and like the aesthetics aspect of social media like some people feel like you need the perfect colors and the perfect logo and the perfect fonts and the perfect aesthetically pleasing feed on Instagram when in reality those things really don't matter as much like yes they can contribute to growing your business and growing your clientele and especially as you start to get into like education and things those things can be like more key and important and effective but when you're a solo artist like it's not necessary to be able to grow your clientele you can grow without those things but we get so caught up on oh my gosh I need the perfect logo I can't figure out what I want my logo to be. I can't figure out what I want my business name to be. I don't know what colors I want. So then we let that hold us back from taking action and like doing the things. And we get caught up on these little details. And in reality, that's just like an excuse to not finish the task and not go through with it. Like we're scared and we're fearful. So we let these little details hold us back. So I had to let go of the need to be perfect, to take action, to be able to grow my lash business. And then number five was not feeling good enough as a lash artist. And this one really ties into like the comparison game on social media and just like seeing, you know, because we have this digital world and social media, it's so easy to see what everyone else in the entire rest of the lash world is doing and their work and what they're doing with their businesses and it's so easy to fall into comparing ourselves that like oh my gosh I don't this person does lashes better than me I I don't do as good of a job as this other person I don't like oh man all these people are so much better than me so I can't possibly show up and post my lash work online I can't possibly start a lash business because I'm just not good enough and This is even something I struggled with as I was shifting into education again and just feeling like, man, do I know enough? Am I good enough? Am I like worthy enough for this? And really having a hard time with that. And and just in general, even not business related, like just in my life, that's something I've always like struggled with like basically my entire life (laughs) I just not feeling good enough in so many different situations and for so many different people and people that have been like close to me and so that kind of like radiated into my um, business world as I started growing my business and really was like holding me back and keeping me from like feeling confident and like having self-confidence and being able to use that to grow my business and so the thing about this is that a if you are falling into like the comparison game on social media really take a look at who you are following because social media can be really great and it can also be really difficult to navigate and 
as great as it can be, like it still needs boundaries around it. And one of those boundaries that I've found that is really helpful and been really beneficial for me to grow my business and to be on social media consistently without it taking a toll on like my mental health was putting boundaries around who I'm following and how do the accounts that I am following make me feel because they might not be intentionally trying to like put people down or like make people feel less than or you know might you know or even have like negative content or like harmful content but like we still sometimes can be following people that just like it's they're triggering for whatever reason we compare ourselves like they're doing so well or seemingly doing so well that like it makes us feel bad and so I just encourage you if there's anyone that you're following that make you feel bad for whatever reason you feel negative about you're triggered by whatever it is like this is your permission slip to unfollow them or mute them and just like put your blinders on and you know, get to work for yourself. Um, and, you know, make social media a place where it's not going to make you like feel bad to come on and scroll. Um, because that has just really helped me be able to keep like some healthy boundaries with social media and make it like a place that I feel good about when I'm scrolling through. And, I feel like a lot of this, like, not feeling good enough, like I was saying, comes from, like, a lack of self-confidence and having, like, account, following accounts that make you feel bad definitely don't contribute to that. And, you know, a lot of social media is highlight reels. There's not a lot of people who are, like, keeping it real and showing the ups and downs and, like, showing the sacrifices and the hard part and like the messy in between of business like a lot of times we see the before and like the after like here's where I started here's where I'm at now and we don't always see like all the messy in between of all the sacrifices and hard days and difficulties and struggles and hurdles and everything that it took them to get to the point that they're at now and so again any lash artist that is seemingly doing well, they have really amazing work on social media, like, they have not always been that way. It was practice and consistency and keeping on going, and, like, we all start somewhere and continue to get better and better and better, and that's no different for you either. And so, not feeling good enough as a lash artist. That's something I had to let go of to be able to grow my lash business. And then the last thing, number six, that I had to let go of to grow my lash business was playing small. And this one really has a lot of little contributing factors to it. Just this can also be like lack of self-confidence, um, lack of like knowledge kind of like oh I don't know how to I want to say lack of knowledge just like lack of certain skills I guess would be a better way to say that um so like if you are like oh I don't know how to do like the technical side of that like the you know like setting up a website or something so you play small because you don't know how to do it and you let it hold yourself back 
or I mean there's so many different like scenarios or situations we could talk about in regards or like in the context of playing small um but really truly what I think is really beneficial with this one is thinking about the possibilities that would become your reality when you hit your goals or like what does your dream life look like the day-to-day of it who do you want to be what kind of life do you want to live and what will they have what will that version of you have what will they do every day and who will they be and does you do your actions right now and your habits right now and your thoughts right now align with that version of yourself who has the thriving beauty business who you know makes all of the money who has all of the um you know like freedom to spend time more time with their family while still like growing a business or you know like <clears throat> what does your dream life look like what are the possibilities that are available to you and are your actions aligning with that version of you and if not so when it's time to stop playing small and, you know, really go for it and, you know, leave behind the self-limiting beliefs and, like, the self-doubt and, like, the little, you know, upgrade your thoughts. You know, have you ever heard, like, that uh, phrase that's, like, change your thoughts, change your life? That was another thing I thought was like, well, that's dumb. Like the, You hear those little like phrases in high school and you're like, yeah, whatever. But then you get older and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so true. That was like another one of those ones for me. It was just like, it truly is true. Like the thoughts you are thinking right now are actively creating your reality. And like your reality that you're living right now has been created from the thoughts that you've had leading up to this moment. And so if you can change your thoughts, you can actively change your reality. And like it's your little habits every day too. It's like the little baby steps that add up each day that get you to where you want to be. And so what baby steps are you taking every day? And are they taking you in the direction of like the person that you want to be and the business that you want to have? And are they aligning Because if you want to have like a thriving beauty business, but you're treating it like a a side gig and you're playing small in that way and like, oh, it doesn't matter because it's just my side gig, then you're never, I wouldn't say never, but you're not going to get to a thriving beauty business if you're treating like a thriving full-time beauty business if you're treating it like a side gig. And like if your habits are aligning with side gig business. (laughs) And so... You know, playing small is really just stepping outside of your comfort zone too and letting yourself get uncomfortable so that you can reach your goals and like normalize that new reality for yourself. One of my favorite like mantras this year, I think that's the right word for it, like a motto basically. One of my favorite ones for this year that I have like on my little quote board in my office is I am no longer available to play small. Like, I am releasing playing small. It's not even in my realm of possibilities anymore. I'm only available to go big and to dream big and to act big and to create big results and, like, live a life that I love and create a business that I love and help my clients and my students in a big way. 
and help them transform in a big way and to like give you know when you are yourself you give others permission to be themselves when you play big and you are not available to play small you give others permission to do the same so you know watch who you're surrounding yourself with too and you know that's a big thing for me you know I want to play big and show not only like my clients and my students that that is like give them permission to do the same but for my kids too like the example I'm setting for them and I want them to see that like yeah it's uncomfortable to step outside of your comfort zone but that's where like the growth happens and that's where when you're able to like go big and show up big and make your dreams realized so those are the six things that I had to let go of to grow my lash business let's go over them one more time so the weight of other people's opinions or like the fear of other people's opinions. Then number two, thinking the industry was too saturated. Number three, assuming clients' budgets. Number four, the need to be perfect to take action. Number five, not feeling good enough as a lash artist. And number six, playing small. So if you have a few of these things that you know you particularly struggle with, whether they're similar to mine or they're different, I would highly recommend writing them down and making a list of things that you are no longer available for. So one thing I've done before, you can like draw like a line on a piece of paper and on one side, write like things I'm no longer available for. And then on the other side, it's things I am available for and make yourself a list. What things are you no longer available for and what are you available for? So, um, you know, are you available for, clients booking with you while you're asleep or like are you available for you know attracting high paying clients and like the clients who are going to respect you are you available for like perfecting your volume fanning skills or like what is it that you want that you are open to and you're available for and you know write these things down and create yourself some like positive affirmations that you can continue to tell yourself because it's easy to say okay I let these things go and I wish that would be like it right and that they would never come back up again and you'd never struggle with them again but that's just really not the reality of it like you'll have these things come up again and again and it's just like the repeated decision to rise above and the repeated decision to like choose the your higher self and like the opposite of it basically and so affirmations are really good for that just repeatedly reminding you yourself of you know like this is possible for me so like for you know like not feeling good enough as a lash artist like a positive affirmation I could create for that and remind myself of often is just like I am like the best lash artist for my clients like my clients are for me and no one else and like I am more than good enough as a lash artist as a business owner as a friend as a mom whatever it needs to be and just you know write these down remind yourself of them you can put them up around your house put them up somewhere where you're going to see them often or you can where you can refer back to them often um and so I hope this was helpful for you guys just to go little more in depth on these because I know I'm not the only one who struggles with these and like I said at the beginning of the episode 
I truly believe that strategy and mindset and energetics go hand in hand in growing your business. And I just want you to know that you're not alone and you're supported and you're loved and that you are definitely not the only one who struggles with, um, you know, mindset things and self-limiting beliefs and self-doubt and all of the in-betweens that come with that. So there we have it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, definitely hit that subscribe button. We've got some more guest episodes coming up very soon that I'm excited to share with you. And if you are not already friends with me on Instagram, let's be friends over there. I am lashed by Erica S on Instagram. And I also wanted to mention, I posted over this last weekend that I am an official sponsor of Lash Bash Utah. So I'm super excited for that. It's a Lash Bash like party, like basically like a networking party for lash artists um, to come together and create community and grow our businesses together and, you know, just have some fun. And so that's going to be in July if you're a Utah Lash artist and you want to come. I think there's only like 10 tickets left. So definitely go hop on to Lash Bash. I think it's Lash Bash TX because it started in Texas. So on to their page. So with Wednesday the Lasher and Mo, I think she's Lash Luva too on Instagram. They are the hosts of this event along with EBL Lashes. And they have ticket information on their page. I'll actually link it in the show notes too so that you guys can really easily go on and get your tickets if you haven't already. But I'm going to be there at the event. I'm sponsoring it and making a like special like course for the attendees that you're going to get in the swag bags. So if you want to come meet me, if you want to get a fun free course, they have swag bags. And I know there's several sponsors and then there's going to be a lot of really freaking great stuff inside of the swag bags. It's going to be super, super fun. And it's at EBL headquarters in Linden, Utah in July. I think it's the 20, what is it? The 23rd of July. So... I would love to see you there. I can't wait. Yeah, the 23rd of July. Um, but other than that, I hope you have a wonderful week. And I will see you again. Well, I will talk to you again next week for our next episode.